You've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Now listen here. You have now come to one of the cleanest places on the airwaves. That's right. You have made it to my mind with Stephen Taylor. Now I want y'all, now, now I want y'all to sit down, relax, sit down in your car, sit down on your lounge, lay back in your bed, because today's episode is coming in with a lot of high energy. My man over here has eaten a lot of protein bowls, and that's a lot of bowls. I'm telling you that he has had a lot, and he has got a lot of energy going into this one. So now, strap in, sit back, and enjoy the red. That's right, I say. I say welcome back to another exciting week of the Man Man Podcast. I am, of course, your host and the only showrunner on this here program that you've tuned in for. It is I, Stephen Taylor. And now you might be thinking, why is he singing like this or even talking like this? And the answer is simple. There, um, I just felt it. I felt it, I felt it, I was coming in hot, you know? Usually, you know, when I do these, like, intros, I can bounce off someone, but there's no one here to bounce, no, there's not, actually. There's never anyone to bounce the idea off or anything like that, it's just, it's free will, baby. You know what I'm saying, baby boy? Free will, that's what I'm talking about, you know? But, um, look, how's your week been? Can we start there? It's been okay? Yeah, mine has. Mine's been pretty well. Um, I think this week... I've boxed a lot of things off that I kind of wanted to do for the most part. There's still some things that I need to cross off the list, but, you know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's been, yeah, it's been good. How are you guys going? I'll give you a sec. That's good. Watch the road. Don't look at me. Don't look at me while you're looking at her. Don't talk to me while you're looking at her, rather. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's good. So the, the drive's going okay. If you are driving, how are you sleeping? If you're listening to this while you're sleeping, you're listening to my monotonous voice while you're cruising off into La Sleepy Land. I won't get too down because, you know, some people do drive and listen to the show. So I won't go like too low energy, but I won't go too high energy if you are trying to nod off. It's interesting with podcasts and podcast me obviously I'm quite new to this I've only been doing this for uh just over a year now I've only been doing this for a year which is um come episode 52 I'm actually going to start writing the number in the episode description so I can keep track myself because it's getting hard (laughs) to really see but I think um for the end of we're going to do it we're going to do yearly seasons you know what I'm saying so we'll do we'll get to 52 because 50 weeks in a year, and we'll call that season one. And then next next year, we'll start again from season two. Not next year, but once we get to 52, and then that'll be the next year in, like, the continuality of the My Mind podcast show. The continuity, yeah. 
I messed up because when I started this, I was only originally going to do a 12 part series and then see how I felt afterwards. But I was on such a run that, and now I've had to keep calling it season one. I'm, I'm wondering if I can just not do the seasons anymore and just keep calling them number after number after number, which I might do. You know what? After, after 52, I'll start labeling them. I'll just put, I'll keep it as season one and we'll just go 51 and beyond. And I can, I, cause I think this is episode 47. I think so. So we're in like the business end of the, of the end of season. Yeah. We're not doing seasons, you know, thank you for hearing me out. We're going to not do that. We're going to do it purely based on, um, we'll just do it based on time. Surely there's enough content in the world that we can surely cover a lot of things. Um, yeah. So with the, 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 the thing about podcasting and I'm no expert by any means, I'm just a guy that has a microphone and uh, a phone luckily and can put this out of the airways. And I'm ever so thankful of the Anchor app and Spotify, you know, hashtag, hashtag grateful. Um, I'm, I'm really, it's been a really inspiring journey of self-discovery and self-therapy for myself because I keep saying myself. I know I say my mind a lot and myself a lot because... Well, I'm not talking to anyone else. <laughs> it's just me, guys, which is okay. But the thing that I found has been the the best thing is being able to put your voice out there. And without going too deep, you know, five minutes into the episode, um, I just want to I just want to thank you all for listening and hanging in there. And slowly but surely, we're getting more and more people to listen. So I, w- I want to thank you all for. Um, getting getting the word out there and a, a couple of my friends have like started listening only to like one or two episodes but you know look if you can the thing is with my friends is that I, I speak to them most nights on um, on like our, our gaming systems through like Xbox Live and so they hear me talk massive amounts of <laughs> crap basically so I understand why you know some of them will be hesitant to hear me have a an hour show where I talk non-stop crap well there's some life lessons you know I think that that is um you know thank you guys for for putting up with um all my all my crap talk this isn't by any means the last episode but um I just wanted to I just wanted to be thankful um, and, and thank you all for hanging in there and listening to the show and sharing the journey with other people and following the Instagram. I know it sounds like a bit of a plug, but yeah, uh, from the bottom of my heart and the top of it and the middle part and all the diagonals and upwards and onwards that uh, I thank you all. So I appreciate it. But we'll, we'll get back into some um, happier stuff. As I know, I usually save this stuff for um, my Sopranos-based episodes with my close, close friend, uh, the Capitan, the big puppy, hey, Simon Ricketts. But, um, if, you know, those episodes are available on Spotify and Google and wherever you can find podcasts. Amazon Music, you know, go there, get some free trials and stuff. Sort it out. Jeff Bezos is giving away free stuff. You got to get you got to get on board with the free stuff, right? Because not much in this life that's free, except happiness and Amazon trials. <laughs> but um, but the Many Saints of Newark um, premiered premiered premieres tomorrow. 
and I am very, very excited. I'm excited to see if the hype is going to live up to the hype. And hopefully, um, I'll see what he's doing tonight. I'll try and get one done tonight with him. See, see if we can get some um, early, early reactions to um, to it. Because there's a there's a big plot twist that um, Simon and I haven't even come across. And because you know we've watched the trailer a fair few times and watched it back, and there's a, there's a there's something in there that we missed, and now. I've, I've done it myself. I've spoiled, you know, how social media just spoils things. Well, I spoiled myself in this surprise. I won't say it, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to call him and say, listen here, puppy. <laughs> we need to, we need to talk about this. Can't be done. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, look, this week we've got some big things happening. You, you may, you know, look, if you follow me on Instagram, you just watched me cook some noodles, <laughs> which, you know, thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate it. There's no cooking video. It's just boil. You just boil the noodles, whatever. Um, but you're getting two for one this week. I know I said it last week, but I'm just really bad at like following through with some things because of my situation at the moment. I want to maximize the amount of time I have with my son, even if we're cranky with each other or even if we're cross. But that was like the one thing that I never got from my dad. And it wasn't because um, he worked a lot or whatever. It's because he was more or less short on time. Like my dad had me when I was 50. So he not necessarily had, he could have lived another 50 years for sure. I'm not going to not say that, (laughs) you know, but, you know, because he'd already lived a hard life, uh, you know, I didn't get maximum amount of time with my dad. And I'm, I'm always like, I always like regret that, that he couldn't, that I I couldn't like spend more time with him, especially as an adult. And I'm, I'm like, you know, it's, it obviously saddens me that my son will never get to, will never meet him, will never meet his granddad or his mum or my mum for that matter. And not, you know, I'm not trying to get too somber, but what, what I'm saying is that I, I tend to forget how, grateful I should be, hashtag grateful. (laughs) I I tend to forget how grateful I should be for these moments, even if like my son and I fight or we disagree or we're not on board with each other's opinions. Like I just should be thankful for the time we have and the time that, you know, we'll, we'll always have together. And like, this has been such a time in life where, um, you, you have to, even if you disagree with a family member, you should always try and wrong that right. I mean, obviously some things aren't forgivable, but yeah, you should never, you should always try and, you know, be on the right side of history as far as just family is a, cause I can tell you firsthand, like there is no one on my dad's side that I know, <laughs> you know, I, I, I know like all my mum's side and the people on my you know, dad's side were more or less friends of, um, my mum as well. Like that's what my family's made up of is like close family friends that became my family. You know, like I'm living, I am like without the cars, I am like, I'm, I'm Dominic Toretto. (laughs) I know I rag on the fast and the furious movies, but 
Like, I am living that, like, family can be friends analogy. <laughs> you know, because, like, even my, my close friends, like, I consider them... Like, I consider them family, even though we don't talk as much as we used to. But one of my oldest friends who, like, started listening... Uh, not long ago because <laughs> I did like that tell you what episode last week and that like grabbed him in. Um, but it, he's like, he's one of my oldest friends. I've known him since uh, like year two or year one, even kindergarten, you know, like maybe around then, like he's one of my oldest friends and, you know, I'm so happy to call him a friend and all my friends as well. Uh, my, my like school friends. Yeah, I'm so happy that, I've kept them as my friends and, you know, it's a very thankful episode. Is it Thanksgiving? Who knows? Because we're in Australia and we don't really know when Thanksgiving is, to be honest. But what I'm trying to say is that um, you didn't get two episodes last week, like I promised. So I'm very sorry, but I really wanted to spend time with my son and family. <laughs> so I'm really sorry that my kind of family role came first <laughs> because like I said, you got to be thankful for the time you have because nothing is guaranteed. The only thing is guaranteed is happiness. Oh no, that's free. You can get guaranteed happiness. Surely that's a thing. Like when I, if I look at my phone and I see something funny or my friend sent me something funny, that's guaranteed to make me smile. So that's guaranteed happiness. So that's free, right? Guarantees. I'm throwing out all the guarantees. You listen to this show, you're guaranteed a smile, yo. Come and get them. Come and get them. They're for free. You got to remember this, this, this show's for free. I'm giving out freebies. I'm like almost as, nah, I'm not. <laughs> I was going to say I'm almost as generous as Jeff Bezos. You didn't have free trials, but he gets you in the end, man. He gets you. I'm, I am more generous because I'm giving you like free stuff, right? But we got some exciting things. Guess what? I know you almost guessed it. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong. I'll never know because we've got internet between us. <laughs> so I can't hear what you're saying, but you know, um, but look, guess what's coming. That's right. That's right. We're going to get some t-shirts with my face on them. I'm very excited. I've never ever worn a t-shirt with my face on it. Actually, my, one of my good friends, the guy who did the artwork for the podcast, he drew a, a, a picture of me on a pink t-shirt for my Bucks night when we went paintballing. And it was the most, it was the best picture. Like if I've, if I've got it on my phone, I'll, I'll post it when I post this episode. So you got some context. I know I say I do that and I don't do it, but I'm going to do it. There's not going to be an episode, a picture of this episode. There's going to be that because that was a good, that was like a good, um, Bucks party. It was really fun. I had like, you know, um, pretty much all my close friends, family, and we just went paintballing. You know, that's like such a, it's such a cliche, like buck stew thing, but it was so much fun. It was, you know, um, when we got there, you know, a bit of an off-brand story, but when we got there, um, my brother had told one of my, like two of my friends the wrong time. So they got there, <laughs> like, I can't remember the time, but it was like, it was so early. It was like an hour or two before the place actually opened. And so they just sat, they just sat out the front like smoking doughs. As you do, man. Eh? You know, it's just cool. And not cool for them, you know. So my brother like chips it up. But, you know, I love my brother. It's okay. And, um, and then so like I went with my godfather and 
um, my brother, we, we drove and we, we drove out there and they were there waiting. I think it was just me and my brother actually. No, 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 it was, it was my godfather as well. And, um, yeah, we get there and, you know, everyone starts turning up. We start getting amped and amped and amped. And it's like, you know, I dress fully down. Eh? I like ordered like specific like fingerless gloves so I could actually use because I've gone paintballing a couple of times. And the thing I always found the worst was that I could never actually like effectively touch the triggers because like the thick gloves. So I was like, all right. I know we're going on this date. I'm going to order some fingerless gloves and I'm going to have them sent to my sister's place. So when I get down to Sydney, I can like grab them and have them. And I've already got the gloves sorted. You know what I mean? Like I was getting prepared and I, I got like, the, you know, I had like fingerless gloves. I had like green on. I was fully dressed down. I had like a, like a hat on and I was like, yeah, I'm ready to paintball. And I get there and they start going through like this safety demonstration or whatever. And they're like, and we've got costumes. <laughs> we've got costumes you can put on. I was like, oh man, it's my bucks too. And I was like, oh dude, I'm not doing this in like a Wonder Woman concert. A Wonder Woman like costume, which like one of my friends did. He did like his whole bucks too in like a Wonder Woman costume. It was so good. Eh? It was like one of those weird like rites of passage. That I'm so happy I didn't get to do. Yeah, I was stoked. I would have been throwing hands if someone made me, like, wear a dress. <laughs> you know? Or maybe a dress wouldn't have been so bad. I think the fact that, you know, if I had to wear, like, a belly top or something. Anyway, um, a quick, like, side story. When we went for his Bucks Jew, we went to, like, um, a race day out, like, the Central West. It was pretty cool. Like, we went and did, like, a pub crawl around Central West and stuff. Man, props to the driver. I can't remember your name, dude, but you're a legend. You drove around 20 drunk people <laughs> all around the Central West. Like, my hat goes off to you, dude. Like, you're a champion. Um, and we're at, like, this race day, and there was another Bucks Jew there. And my mate was in his Wonder Woman costume. And, you know, he was... We are all drunk. And, you know, we're looking around, and there's this other dude on a Bucks Jew, like, in, like, a fairy outfit and we said jokingly we're like um, this might fizzle out this story but we're like oh man you should go and like fight the other like dude on the bucks dude and he was like nah nah no chance no chance no chance no way we're like oh no go 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 and he's like nah nah no way no way and we so we just start like on looking and there you can see them like rearing up for, to like say the same thing but nothing happened like we never said anything to each other and then the the guys from like the other buck stew they like get the groom and they like bend him over and they just all of them just start spanking him eh <laughs> and it was like and like my mate looked at me we all looked at each other and we were like we all looked at him like we had the same idea and he was like nah no way no chance no chance am I doing that and it was all like instantaneous like we all dropped it yeah and we're like oh, okay all right, we know where the line is. We're not going to be that Bucks Jew. Like, we're going to be wild and loose and, like, do some strange stuff. But that, we're not going to... Because I'm not on board, man. Hey, I don't want to spank one of my, like, good friends on the butt. Like, I'm just not okay with that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's not something that, like, seems cool to me, you know? I'm not about it. Uh, so, you know, I wasn't on board. But if we were going to do it, like, peer pressure, obviously, that's how I started smoking. So, you know, it would have happened anyway. But, um... <laughs> going back to what I was saying so like they're throwing out like costumes and stuff and 
well, they're throwing out costumes at like this paintball place and they've got like uh, they're all like onesies and one's like a bear a dog and like one guy's like yeah, I'll, buy the, I'll buy the junkyard dog one he wasn't like from Boston or whatever but you know today he is and he was like you know what dog <laughs> I'm, I'm getting that I'm getting that I'm putting in the boot of my care that costume is going with me in the care I'm gonna be a junkyard dog <laughs> He wasn't like that at all. And then, you know, my friend who, like, drew the pitch in, he was like, I want that one. And it was a freaking unicorn, man. <laughs> it was a onesie with a unicorn. And he was like, dude, you're wearing that, eh? And I was like, oh, my God, man. Like, I'm specifically dressed for this occasion. And he was like, nah, that's it. It's your bucks, you. You got to do something weird. And I was like, yeah, sweet. So look, props to my mate who did it in the Wonder Woman outfit. I just had a paintball with a, a unicorn thing on. And like throughout the day, um, I, you know, we took photos and whatnot. I was like, yeah, sweet, whatever. You know, I'm like more than happy to wear it. <laughs> a unicorn onesie. You know, stranger things that happened to me, oddly enough. And I was, I was there and I periodically kept forgetting that I was in like a unicorn outfit. <laughs> so like I'd be there and if you've ever played paint warning, the basic principles of the games are you're hiding and then you're shooting and then you're attacking or defending, right? So like you're defending a point or you're shooting at a point or you're rushing towards a point. And, and um, so I'm like sneaking up on this dude and I'm like, oh yeah, I've got you. I've got you in my sights. And I like popped up and like, as soon as I got up, I just got shot at. <laughs> like every time, every time I would emerge from a cover and I was like, man, I'm like so angry that I'm getting shot. And then like, I'd look down and I would have a white unicorn, <laughs> a white unicorn onesie on with like a rainbow horn <laughs> at the top of my head. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, this is why, this is why I'm not winning and it's not going well. And, um, yeah, it was wild. It was cool. It was a fun time. A lot of other stuff happened, but, um, yeah, it was, it wasn't like, it was non-starter stuff. Actually, my cousin, um, shout out Riley. If you listen to this, brother, I got your ticket. Next time we go, puppy, I'm coming. I'm coming down there as soon as this whole thing clears up. It's you and me in a BJJ grudge match, bro. I've got your ticket. I've got your number right here. Anyway, <laughs> he, he came, like, to my young cousins, they came. And um, Oz, I got you too. And Damo, I got you. And Amy, shout out to all of yous, the fam in Sydney. Hope you're doing well. Stay safe. Uh, Dom Lee, Dewey Julian, got yous all. <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> we're there and, you know, the day's progressing and they were pretty young then, uh, maybe like 17. Um, 17 or 18 and not, not old enough to drink. I remember that. I remember that. Right. And, uh, like 16, 17 maybe. And they were like, um, they had to, they wore like the, the body armor. You can not body armor, but like you can wear like NFL style, like gear around your chest and your back. If you like your bruise easy. And they, he, he wore that like the whole day. And then it was like a couple of the last one. He's like, oh, like, I'm just going to shake it off. Like, I'm not getting hit. Like, I'm pretty, like, loosey-goosey. And, <laughs> and that round, I, I, I swear, he got shot, like, 
it looked like 30 times in the back, eh? <laughs> like, he got massacred, man, eh? Like, as soon as, like, the one time he decided to not wear this body armor, he just got lit up like a down, dirty south turkey shaking bacon 4th of July. 4th of July! Like, he was lit up, you know? He had bruises on bruises on bruises. Welts, man, welts. Because paintballs, like, leave a welt. The worst thing about paintball is, like, doing it in the morning. Like, in the in the morning is the worst. Like, I, I used to live in a place called Canberra. It's just, like, a nation's capital if you're overseas. Uh, even if you're in Australia, Canberra is the national... Um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the capital of Australia. The more you know, right? Um, and I, I, went, I went one time with um, some work friends and it was so it was so early in the morning and it was so cold it used to get so cold in Canberra like it was ice cold man I'm telling you like it was freezing it was like it was so cold that when you breathe the vapors that you breathed out were like icicles you, you had like stagnites on your on your mouth from talking because the strool and spit would just freeze maybe that's a bit dramatic but anyway we'll play it and, we, you know, we, we were going pretty hard and it was like probably like six in the morning or something like that when we actually started playing. So we had to be there at like 4.30 or five, around 5, 5.30. And we started playing at 6, 6.30. And I was like crouched behind this car and this dude was trying to plug me and the, the paintballs, right? So the idea is that they, they've got like a, a skin on them. So when they hit you, they just splatter, they blow up. Because it was so cold, the paintballs were frozen. <laughs> and this guy, like, shot at me. And he didn't get me at first for the first couple of times. But then he shot one. And the pellet actually dropped on the ground in front of me and ricocheted off and bounced into, like, my... Into the berries. You know what I'm saying? And I was dropped, eh? I was incapacitated. I was... I, from then on, I was like, this is not what I thought... It was going to be like and it was like this it was like someone threw a ball bearing because it was like a ball bearing because it was a frozen bit of paint and paint doesn't exactly have the same viscosity as water so like when it freezes it freezes hard man it's like when you like you melt chocolate and you just like you melt chocolate in a pan and then you pour it onto like a tray or whatever and you let it harden like it goes hard as man it sucked. It was the worst. But, you know, I digress. Have you ever been paintballing? Yeah? Yeah. Generally, the answer is yes. There's a lot of people that probably haven't been, either through lack of opportunity or um, they just don't want to. And I understand that. Like, it's not for everyone. It's one of those sports that I think has a cult following. I think it's gotten bigger now, but I think it's more evolved into that kind of um, airsoft business. Which is, um, yeah, which is good. I wouldn't say it's bad. I just don't know much about it. I think it got not necessarily outlawed, but like banned in Australia because it was like too close to being real, I guess. I'm not too sure. Um, I would, I would have to look it up to actually see what's going on, but, mm. can we talk about something else? Is that right? Can we change gears? into uh, something way more exciting. So I say way more exciting and what could really be more exciting than 
me playing every single Assassin's Creed, right? I mean, it's been a very troubling journey reliving games from 2006 and then, which was the first Assassin's Creed. And when the first one came out, it was such a, it was such a strange, like, concept as far as games were that were coming out of that era and of that time. Like, a, a lot of games that were coming out were either um, first-person kind of shooter games, like, um, or not even, not even first-person shooter games. Like, it was more like action-adventure games. It was kind of the the start because it was the start of the time of, like, the 360 came out and there's heaps of fighting games, like Street Fighter, Dead or Alive and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, Assassin's Creed was one of those just single-player-driven games. If you haven't played an Assassin's Creed, like, go, go pick one up and play them because it doesn't matter too much where you are if you pick it up at the very end or at the very start, like it's definitely one of those games where you can kind of start in the middle and it'll still make relative sense because all the information stays relative to uh, the game and the game storyline within that, the title you've bought, if that makes sense. So like there's, there's only like a little bit of continuity throughout the, um, the second, the Assassin's Creed two, and then the following ones, which are basically like, full game expansions of of number two so like they're full they're full stories of um but they follow the one assassin they follow uh Ezio Auditore Daffarenzi which is he's the guy I'm, I'm at the so it's like it's number one then it's Assassin's Creed 2 then it's Brotherhood Revelations I'm into Revelations okay so there's like I said there's Assassin's Creed 1 Number two, then there's Brotherhood and Revelations. I'm at Revelations. I'm at the start of Revelations. And then there's Assassin's Creed 3, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And then in there, there was Assassin's Creed Rogue. And then there was um, Assassin's Creed Chronicles. And then after that, it was Unity, Assassin's Creed Unity. And then Syndicate. And then, so that's 10. That's 10 games. <laughs> and then there is, after 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 Syndicate, it was Origins. And then after Origins, it was Odyssey. And then after Odyssey, it was, it's Valhalla, which is the newest one, which came out either late last year or the start of this year, I think. And then they're, they're launching a new game in um, December. And I remember thinking... So I've got, I'm going to try and play through all these games. There's a lot of games to play through, obviously. I've got... Um, I don't have specifically, you know, 10 hours in a day to play, play all these games, but I'm trying to play them, you know, an hour or two every night just to try and tick a bit off, tick a bit off. I'm trying to reduce my time playing during the day because it just... It gives off bad... Um, it just... It kind of leeches into like Ray, my son, to say that it's okay to play games during the day when it it shouldn't be. Like to, the day should be set aside for doing other things, you know, like uh, going outside or going to the park or, you know, whatever, watching a movie together or something like that uh, instead of playing a game in here by myself. <laughs> it's not like the kind of vibes you want 
to give out as a parent, you know. So I definitely try not to. We play like Fortnite. I've said it before. We play Fortnite together during the day with um, his uncle and uh, my brother, which is pretty enjoyable. But yeah, try not to. But it, it's nice with this. Um, you know, we don't talk about it on this show specifically, but it's nice with the current situation where we can't see family members. He's able to still interact with his uncle, with his uncles rather, um, and get that bit of, um, at least like speaking to, and that bit of, it's like, that's kind of the way of the future, right? Is that you're in a weird way is that you hang out with each other virtually. And as much as it like, there's nothing like physical contact. It's still a nice thing. Like I haven't seen uh, my friends in a couple of years now, but I still feel like I'm very much in their lives because I talk to them most nights, you know? So it's, it's a plus, right? It's a, it's a plus thing. And, you know, things like FaceTime and um, I guess things like FaceTime and like just talking on the phone, like it really, and social media as a whole, you know, you can post a, a story or a video or whatever and, you know, you can, whatever. <laughs> you can, you know, you can get it all done and you can hang out and interact with people, which is, which is great. But um, what, what I'm saying is, um, so I'm trying to play all these Assassin's Creed games and it's, it's starting to dawn on me now because I'm at the end of like the Ezio saga so like the Assassin's Creed 2 kind of saga that I don't really want to finish playing as Ezio because I've played, the only ones I haven't played is the last three. So like all of the, sorry, the last four or five actually. I lie, the last four or five are the ones I haven't played. Um, mainly because it was around the time um, like Ray was born so I just kind of, it's not to say that I lost interest. I just had more important things to worry about. <laughs> and, you know, he was pretty high on the priorities, I must say. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went and I, I'm playing through them. And, yeah, um, and I just don't really want to, like, I'm so, I'm so, I'm falling back in love. It's like the nostalgia effect, you know? Like, I'm falling back in love with his character. Whoops, I just knocked some stuff. Hang on. There we go. Um, I'm falling back in love with this character. And it just makes, it's, it's what made me love the series in the first place was, like, this guy's morals and attitude and his, how he effectively affects the rest of the storyline for every single Assassin's Creed game, you know, like what he does changes the whole path of, of the whole series, you know, cause the first one was very much so, and I'm sorry to bore you with the boring details of a video game, but it's actually quite the roadmap of video games and quite the evolution as well. Cause if you think about it, it's gone from the 360 to the one, and then to the One X's and now the Series X. Like, it's been a game that's... It's been a game that's separated itself as just this um, campaign-driven game, this solo experience that hasn't had to rely... Like, Call of Duty's haven't ha- haven't had to... And Battlefields hasn't had to rely on the massive multiplayer and having, a, you know, a gazillion people play at one time. They can have heaps of people play at one time but they're still playing by themselves and enjoying a story. And it's nice to see, it's nice to see a game do that and just have like a nice story 
and an involving story where you can where you can exist in this assassin's realm. And a lot of the assassin's games, they take notes from history and a lot of the things that you're fighting for is like, it like tilts it. So it makes you believe that, you know, you're the assassin that chose to keep the, um, who like essentially eliminated like the, in the uh, number two, you essentially eliminate the, um, the Borgia family, you know, the most infamous crime family, which I'll, I'll cover next week. I won't go into it this week, but, um, yeah. So it pits you in these like pivotal points in time where, you know, the assassins come in and drove the, drove the format and changed the, changed the way history was going to be written by these evil men. All in possesses, all trying to possess the ultimate piece of power, which is the fictional part. But this, you know, yeah, it's it's really good. It's a it's a good game series. But it the thing is about this game is when they brought out number two, Ubisoft Montreal. I think they're the main kind of developer of the game. They come out and said they said we're going to do ten games in ten years. And since Assassin's Two came out, which was two thousand and nine. Yeah, it would have been two thousand and nine. They've they've done that. They've exceeded that. It's like thirteen games now in ten years, which is huge. Which is a crazy thing. It's a massive feat for a developer to say that and have so much faith in one product. It's like if Justin Lin, like the director, I keep referencing the Fast and the Furious, but it's the longest like kind of series. You know what I mean? Like it's the longest kind of franchise, as it were, that just keeps going and going and going. And there's, you know, it, whether you like them or not, they still put bums on seats and they still entertain people, you know? So, and it started off as just a one-shot movie. They weren't ever going to make a two or three or four or five or six or seven, eight or nine or a, an offshoot series or even the Netflix series. They are never going to do that, you know? Like the general vibe from the first movie was it's going to be a cult classic and that's the way it'll go down in history. It'll just be one of those flash in the pan movies. And then, yeah, if, if Justin Lin said when he made Fast 4... He said, or even Tokyo Drift, he said, I'm going to make six movies in six years. You'd think he's crazy. You'd be like, there's no way. There's no way people are going to like, no faith. And like, it was the same with the Assassin's game. At, at the time when I heard it, when they said that at E3 back in 09, when they said they're going to release 10 games in 10 years and all of the same game, so all Assassin's Creed games, it was just, I had... I honestly thought they were like, it was going to be a thing. Like, I honestly thought that they were going to do a number three and they were just going to do a trilogy and that was it. I did not even think that they were going to be able to stretch out as much content as you have. I mean, you look at human history and that's that's their drawing pool. And when does when does human history not get interesting? When it hasn't happened. And that's where Call of Duty, like, kind of fell and stumbled, is they started, like, when they did, like, the future games, the games in the future, that's when, like, it was, like, not believable because there were events that hadn't happened. It was all of the fictitious future where, like, drones was... I mean, drones are relevant today, but it was, like, tiny drones that were, like, swarms of bees and stuff, you know? And it was, like, guns that could shoot in space and you could... You could do all this with... You could have, like, an exosuit that enabled you to jump and slide and run on walls and stuff like that. Like, it was, like... 
they just pushed the envelope too far. And they were saying from like the year 2014 or yeah, 14 when Advanced Warfare came out, came out. That was like the big, you know, futuristic one. And that was going to be the big push. That was when Sledgehammer took over. And they were like, you know, this game takes place 10 years in the future. And 10 years, you know, 10 years from 2014 isn't that far away. And it doesn't look like we're getting exosuits. It doesn't look like we're going to run on walls and stuff like that. I mean, you know, I'm not one to... I'm no futurist. I don't know what's in store for us. I do know the one thing that we are in store for is you know, more games, really. Yeah, that's about all we've got coming. We've got lots of other stuff coming, you know. Um, but we won't talk about that. We'll, we'll stay on the Assassins. So um, my friend and I, uh, we've, been, um, we've been... We've been hard into it. There's been this secret challenge. And when you get to a point... There's a point when you start playing games and you stop playing for achievements... And you start just making these weird challenges <laughs> for yourself and your friends. And they've got, they don't have an achievement, these, these challenges. Like there was, uh, you know, I'll throw it back to the call. I played a lot of Call of Duty when I was younger and, um, I, I would always opt to play the Call of Duties on the hardest difficulty because that was like, I think I've said it before, but that's, I really liked the challenge and um, I really wanted the game to be challenging. And I thought that was the way the developer would want you to play it. They would want you to play it. They would want you to play the game at its toughest to see if you could do it. And in my head, I was like, well, of course I want to do that. Why wouldn't I want to do that? I want to test myself and uh, test myself mentally and have the, um, the mental cognitivity to beat the game as it were. And uh, when, when one of the Black Ops 2 games came out, in, in my head, I was like, well, it's, now it's not enough to just play the game on the hardest difficulty. Like, I need another challenge. So I, I, I thought, well, I'm just going to do it with just pistols. And my, my roommate at the time, one of my friends, he was like, you know, he, we, we used to play the same games, similar games. And he was like throwing down on... Um, on it, throwing down the story and just doing it on like hardened and, you know, using all the guns and using everything that like the game gives you and that kind of stuff. And he was like, Oh, you like seen, like I was playing and he was like, what, like, what are you playing it on? I was like, Oh, I'm veteran. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, Oh, I'm just trying to beat the campaign on veteran with a pistol. And he was like, why? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> and to this day, I still don't know. Like it was just this weird challenge. And there's no like, there's no extra thing in it for me. Like I don't get, the only thing I get is like, like some bragging rights that I beat the campaigns with like pistols, you know, instead of using like rifles and stuff, you know, like there's no other, there's no other extra thing. And like, I used to time myself to beat like these campaigns on the hardest difficulties. I think to this day, one of the, the longest campaigns was uh, World of War, um, Call of Duty World of War, which took me eight hours eight and a half hours on the hardest difficulty and that's been like the hard, the longest one I think the shortest one was um Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 I'm pretty sure yeah and that was like four and a half five hours I think yeah which which is pretty good it's pretty fast but why like there's no I don't get anything from that 
I just get to say to people that, yeah, I beat it in a certain amount of time. There's no, like, I don't get, like, some roses and stuff. It just fills me with this weird pride. So, you know, when you get, when you play video games for a while, you start to do these weird challenges. And for to playing these Assassin's games, my, my friend seen that I was playing them. And I was, I, he was like, oh, you know, like we started talking about Assassin. I was like, yeah, I'm really enjoying like playing him again. And I'm like really enjoying like the, how they do the story half in English and half in like Italian. And, you know, they say things like Assassino and... Uh, rest in pace, <laughs> you know, like they like rest in peace, and and every and for the last like couple of weeks we've just been greeting each other. We've like assassino, <laughs> assassino, bastardo, you know, uh, just saying like um, Italian words and rest in pace. <laughs> I actually said to him on his birthday, I said, rest on pace, which is like rest on peace, which is, you know, he didn't correct me. And, you know, I just thought I'm just going to let it go. Cause either way it's, a, it's funny. <laughs> I think it's funny either way. So, you know, he started playing it again and he was like, we'll, you know, both play it, both talking about it. And he was like, um, yeah, you know, going through the story and whatever. And, um, we we're playing another co-op game and I was like, yeah, it's been, it's been good. Like replaying the Assassin's games. Um, we've had like this weird challenge and it, but it's not been spoken about that. Who's going to finish the game first, like a hundred percent completion. And he was like, it's not a, it's not a secret challenge. <laughs> it, it's, it's, I'm trying to beat the game before you. And I said, okay, are you sure? Like you, you want to do it? And he was like, yeah, I'm actively trying to beat you. There's not many games I can beat you in. And, you know, and I'm not, you know, um, talking myself up or anything. This is his words. And he was like, this is one game where I'm going to have a chance at actually beating you in. And I said, all right, let's do it, man. Hey, and he ignored his whole family <laughs> for like a whole weekend just to put hours into this game that we've both finished numerous times, man. Like we've both finished Assassin's Creed, like the Brotherhoods, the Ezio series, like so many times collectively, like it would be at least, we'd almost be in double digits, like together with playtime and um, play playthroughs. And he just like, he just put the blinders. He was like a racehorse man. Hey, he just put the blinders on and just went hard and just tried to like smash out the game where I've been like, uh, uh, you know, like I've, I've been jumping on and like just checking my, because you can do like, um, passive, passive quests where you send your trainee assassins and stuff on, on quests and you have to just check it periodically and like reset them. So that's what I do. I turn the Xbox on and I, I reset the quest just to like, keep like a constant money flow in the game so when i do have my game time i've already done that stuff i don't have to progressively do it anymore i can just do it bit by bit in the day and anytime i would jump on he would jump on and i would only jump on for half an hour or like 15 minutes because i would just do like i said those little things and then i'd go about and clean the house or whatever and he just and i would just leave the xbox on in like idle so i would so the quest would like run through and he took that as Stefan's playing right now 
you need to drop everything and you need to make up time because every for every minute he's on, he's getting further and further away. And I remember he, he sent me a photo of the end credits and I was like, oh, no way, man. There's no way that he beat me, eh? Because I'd done like 80% of the game and he was... And he's like such a short texter. I'll try and get him on. I'll try and get him on because, you know, he's a funny dude and you'll like him. You guys will like him. Trust me. I'll try and get him on one week. And he was like, he just sent me a photo of the credits and he was like, didn't say anything. And I was like, dude, congrats, man. Hey, like you won. You've, um, you beat it. That's sick. That's awesome. And then he was like, yeah, story's done. And I was like, what about like, um, story quit, like side missions and stuff like that. And he was like, um, yeah, yeah. He just kept saying yeah to everything. He kept like three wording me. No, not three words, three letters. Just yeah. Y E A. <laughs> like, yeah. As I see, you know, you know, like, and you know, we're, we're going like back and forth. And then, and I was just getting no information, like, niente, nada. And, I was like speaking to him on Xbox and I was like, so you're done. Like the, the, the challenge is over. Like you've beat me. And he was like, yeah, I've done the story. And I was like, just, just clarify for me. Have you done the, 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 um, the side missions, collect the chest, the flags and all that. And he's like, I've done the chest and the flags. I said, what about the story missions and like the, the other like assignments and stuff like that, that we agreed on. And he was like, no, I haven't done them. So I said, Oh dude, like I'm here thinking that you've won and smoked me. (laughs) And he was like, nah, man, like I've, I've smashed out the story. I've collected like the bonus armor and you know, uh, done like a couple of side quests and I've, and at this time he'd done like, um, all the chess and he was just starting to get all the rest of the flags. And I was like, all right, all right, well, I'll give myself till I'll give myself another, um, a couple of hours and I should be up to the same point where you are. And he was like, yeah, right. And I, I managed to get as much as I could done. And then, it was like the next day and I was like, oh man, like, I don't know. I don't know. I was stressing a little bit and he was stressing. And then he was like, we played that night and he was like, I'm missing, I'm missing like six flags and there's 101 flags in this map. And I was like, oh no. And I was doing like a a side quest and I was like, man, there's six of these side quests and I just found three flags. So I reckon you've, if you've collected all the flags on the map, then I reckon you've got to go back and play these missions and you've got to get the flags in these missions. Cause if you're missing six, if you're missing six flags and there's six of these missions, you're potentially missing one flag from each of these things. And he was like, Oh bro, I don't know. Eh? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can do it. I, I don't know. He started like stressing a little bit and I was like, and I'm here, here I'm thinking, I was like, I've got this now. Eh? Cause I can, I can do that. I can go there, get the flags, get them done. Cause I'm, I'm already in the, in the zone. And the next day I sent him a message and I said, look, man, just let you know, there's three flags in each of these six places, but you can check which flags you're missing in the pause menu. And he sent me a message back and he said, look, man, 
I'm not going to have time to do this. <laughs> you win. <laughs> by the time I eventually get back on my Xbox, it's just not going to happen for me. And by that time, you would have done it. So, like, he conceded. And props to him, man, eh? Because, you know, I would have been defiant to the last minute. <laughs> I would have not rolled over. I would have done... I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. Because, you know, it, it didn't happen. But... Yeah, I would I would have pushed it as hard as I could to try and to try and beat him in that challenge. And it was a challenge over nothing as well. But you know, it was a good outcome. So, you know, good game, GG or whatever. And um yeah, it was crazy. It was such a it was such a stressful moment for for nothing, you know. <laughs> it was like this awesome and nothing was on the line as well. Like it was just like even if I beat him, which you know, I technically have. And I, I wouldn't even hang, hang it over his head. <laughs> there, I would, there would be no point. I would be like, because he bowed out, I wouldn't like throw it at him and go, yeah, smoked you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I, I, w- I would it'd be like this weird flex. And for him, it'd be the same. Like, you just go, yeah, yeah, but I beat you. And then that would, that would be it. And that would be enough to like defeat our egos. <laughs> I said that funny. Egos and, and pride, you know? Yeah. It was, it was crazy. So right there, that was it. That's all I've got time for on this lovely, lovely day. Um, as you can tell by the music, we're wrapping up. That's it. Now it's time for everyone's favorite kind of part is the part where, you know, you get lots of thank yous and appreciative um, gestures, I suppose. But in return, You've got to throw it back on me, you know. So all I'm asking is, you know, if you've done it, I thank you and I appreciate it. Um, but you can go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and even leave a positive review. That always helps. That always helps when you're doing reviews. If you're going to leave five stars, why wouldn't you just say, you know, he does all right and he does leave some good information, you know. That would be nice. Well, you can go to, you can also go to Google Podcasts and subscribe there and you can subscribe to Spotify and Amazon Music and you can go to Breaker. You can go to anywhere, anywhere. I'm telling you, I'm like 90%. I'm not going to say everywhere, but 90%. You can go anywhere and go go listen to this podcast and rate this podcast. Or alternatively, if you're not into doing that and you just listen to this on a web browser, which some people do, it's okay. Like, I'm not judging. I'm no judgy. You can go to... Um, you can go to Instagram and you can go to My Mind Podcast, which is M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T, which is My Mind Podcast with no vowels, M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T. You can go there and you can follow and comment on the on the photos and the journey and, and you can see the stories. You can see me boil water from time to time, which is an avid thing I've started doing in my stories. Maybe I'll put a kettle boil in there one time just to really jazz it up. Um, and you can go to the Facebook page, which is My Mind with Stephen Taylor, or the Facebook group, which is My Mind With, or maybe I've got them backwards. But you can go to either one and go hang out there and interact with some like-minded individuals. I, I don't think they're very active, but I try to be. I post there. I'll be more active. I always try. I always try to be more active. But you can go to Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter as well. I sometimes say things on Twitter because I'm still learning about Twitter. I'm not fully committed to... Um, 
what, what do they call it these days? Like clout chasing? I'm not fully committed to that yet. So I'm just easing myself into Twitter. I know it's a war zone and you should never jump in the deep water if you can't swim without the paddles. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but you can go to Twitter and I'm on Twitter and you can go follow me on Twitter which is, and, and my, my username or code name or whatever it is is my mind podcast m-y-m-n-d-p-d-c-s-t which is you know my mind with no vowels so you can go and give some recognition and like i said in coming up for christmas we've got some merch coming out just t-shirts but if you're interested you know you can email me at my mind my mind podcast at gmail.com if you want to tell me your size and i can order your size i can pre-order your sizes and what you'll get is a t-shirt with the podcast logo humbly designed by my good friend uh jrb tattoo art on instagram you know you can go follow him joshua roy barlow excellent artist he did like one of my tattoos as well primo um you can you can email me your size and how many you want and i'll order them and then you can give me money and i'll send them to you and then it'll be this perfect exchange and then you will have you'll be able to go outside one day and have a t-shirt that has my face in cartoon-ish. Cartooned? Cartoonished. Yeah. But anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll speak to you all soon. And we're doubling up. I got another one coming out this this week as well. It's two for one. When two become one, you could say. Or when two become two for free. Yeah. Anyway, see you next time.